Thank you for listening in right now. Glad you could join us. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's have a conversation. Connect with Greener Thoughts online by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in the show notes. You can also connect via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So we're going to start off with the episode announcements for this episode. So I want to wish you all a happy Women's History Month. Shout out to all us ladies out there. Next is I want to wish you all a happy Schools Cleanup Day Australia. For me, I think it's a really brilliant idea and it always will occur on the first Sunday within March. Next is the holiday of World Wildlife Day, which is on March 3rd coming up. And then last but not least is Solar Appreciation Day. It is on the second Friday of March. Next up is the segment Headlines from the Hemispheres. It's a quick briefing on environmental news globally. So the first headline is all about Californians and the future of their energy. So for fire-traumatized Californians, the future looks battery-powered. You can check out grist.org for more. So because of the inconsistent and unreliable flow of electricity within certain parts of the state like uh, California, citizens are now turning to equipment like gas power generators. Now, even though there was a recent report that was released by Volt Solar, it states that a better sort of option for their backup power would be something like solar panels and also batteries. So buying solar panels and batteries can also be cheaper than buying a generator. The report is called Resilient Clean Energy for California, Protecting Vulnerable Communities, Critical Facilities, in the California economy with solar plus storage. Next is the headline about a judge who does something about public lands. So judge voids oil and gas leases on 1 million acres of public land. You can search HuffPost or Huffington Post for more. So what was said of the U.S. Chief Magistrate Judge Ronald Bush in his, in his decision regarding the U.S. Bureau of Land Management, quote, jettisoned prior processes, practices, and norms in favor of changes that emphasize economic maximization to the detriment, if not outright exclusion of, opportunities for the public to contribute to the decision-making process affecting the management of public lands, end quote. This ruling affects $125 million worth of leases issued by the BLM, or the U.S. Bureau of Land Management. This was back in 2018, and it has more than 1,300 square miles of federal lands in Nevada, 
Utah, and also Wyoming. Last but not least is the headline about Trump and his unfortunate environmental rollbacks. So Trump's environmental rollbacks are deeply unpopular with swing voters. And you can learn more about that piece on grist.org for more also. So regarding Trump and swing voters, which if you didn't know, they're in a few different states, in a few key U.S. states here. So in Florida, Pennsylvania, Iowa, and Michigan, they are strongly opposed to Trump's environmental rollbacks. Now, swing voters are defined as those who have switched their presidential vote from Democratic to Republican or even vice versa. And the research was conducted by nonpartisan research groups, Engages and Focus Point Global. Those were conducting the research that the swing voters participated in. So today's source for news was from Mother Nature Network on MNN.com. Now regarding the reason for this episode, I think we all know that Netflix is big and it's popular. We all maybe have a friend who has a Netflix account who we may or may not try and uh, break into or use with their permission or sometimes even without their permission. There are people out there who are willing to do that because they love Netflix that much. Or you're willing to go ahead and share, you know, evenings with them and chill and, you know, watch some Netflix. And so Netflix is a topic of much discussion nowadays, you know, because it's programming, it's innovative streaming, it's superb quality of its shows and also its diverse movies. It has tons of things for everyone to choose. And so it's taken the world by storm with no plans of really stopping. But since Netflix is a powerhouse in its own right, it does a lot, you know, and sometimes it does well without saying that it's a billion dollar company and it makes money annually and it's not stopping. But what is it doing for the environment? That's what we're going to find out here in this podcast episode. So let's dive into the topic of Netflix and the digital age and... Let's decide when to Netflix and not chill. So we're going to dive first into how the digital experience is dispensing emissions and also energy use. So first, the Shift Project, which calls itself as, quote, the Carbon Transition Think Tank, end quote. It's the center of all things related to the UN guiding principles on things like business and also human rights. And they are a nonprofit and they're based in New York, and that's where their headquarters is, and so they stand by their mission. Recently, they released a report called Climate Crisis The Unsustainable Use of Online Video. So it's a bit shocking because you may think, what does online video have to do with the missions? How could things be this way? It's just harmless TV. But it's really not when you think about it, because all things are really connected. And so, from that report, it points out a few different things. One of them is that it points out that digital technologies are responsible for 4% of greenhouse gas emissions and that energy use is compounding and it's increasing by about 9% a year. So almost 10% every year, there's growth on top of growth as far as the energy usage of uh, digital technologies. 
So things like terminals, things like our computers, smartphones, connected TVs that you use with your smartphone in conjunction with something else, and networks. These are the ways that you're able to connect things like your cables, fiber optic cables, modems, mobile network antenna, things like that. They all require electricity whose production consumes different types of resources and usually involves CO2 emissions, unfortunately. Now, data centers are something that is a bit different. It's where the hub of a lot of this uh, technology and, and ways of energy are traveled through, and they're growing all the time. In fact, they represent 1% of global energy use. So they are quite a percentage, even though a bit of a small percentage. Now, in the European Union, there is this organization called the Eureka Project, and they actually found that data centers there in the European Union used 25% more energy back in 2017 compared to just three years earlier. And this is reported as from the BBC. Now, according to Cisco projections in 2018, not too long ago, just a few years ago, online video use is expected to quadruple from 2017 to the year 2022, not too far from us, and it will count for 80% of all internet traffic by 2022. So we've encountered how fast and how bustling technology is, how that growth is. Every single year, things get more and more advanced. We are living in a time that is the digital age, for sure. You've got Hulu, you've got Disney+, Plus, you've got YouTube+, Plus, you've got even social media platforms. Um, being in on the business, so to speak, of technology and consumer uh, ability to look at screens, to, to nab your attention, you know? Here in the U.S., sometimes our attentions go, you know, flyby, and we are able to um, you know, really pay attention to things, you know, only for a few seconds, a few minutes before our attention goes elsewhere. And that's unfortunately what's happening now. Even though we can look at screens sometimes, even myself, I multitask and I'm either on my smartphone or on my laptop that I just got, or I'm, you know, planning out my day, you know, as it is, as hasn't even happened yet. And, you know, life is, is going by so quickly. So I'm not really, um, I would say, shocked at the ability for technology to just, you know, go past and just be ever changing. But the thing is with that, the environment has to catch up in a way and it's not. And we can't really, you know, fix that because the environment is how it is. But we have to slow down and not put so much pressure on the environment, on the resources that we have with the modems, with the connectors that we were talking about earlier, the smartphones, the laptops, the modems, all the different types of technology that we use and sometimes take for granted, we cannot be buying them for, to excess. You know, there are things at risk when you do that. And so we have to understand that we cannot just always buy what we want, how we want, whenever and think that the planet is going to suffer. There is, 
you know, a time to not chill about the environment. When you really think about it, we don't have that option as, as people, as, as, as humans, you know, as, as, you know, those who may be listening where I am, we do not have that ability. We do not have that right to consider ourselves above everything else. We just don't. And I just want to know, you know, what are you willing to offset? Is there something that we can offset together to make streaming less damaging? That's the question I asked myself while reading for the subject at hand here. And I think that there's plenty that we can do. And I'm going to get into it a little bit later and we can talk about it together. Um, one of the more shocking statistics that I think was in the, the research, and you may agree too, is the energy use that is increasing a high percentage every year. So about 10%, we talked about. It's, like, it's exactly 9% a year, but that's almost 10% a year just on energy usage. So things like our, our data is increasing with energy every single year. I think it's imperative first that we make the most of the energy that we use and so that we're not wasting it and we do more with what we have instead of making more problems. In this way, we're more energy efficient with our use of digital technology. So next, I want to pose a question to you. I want to ask, do you believe that constantly upgrading your tech adds to the emission issue? either in the U.S. or worldwide. That could be you exchanging your phone and upgrading your plan every two years because in some way, that kind of does accelerate the issue as far as emissions because of the resources it takes to make that electronic and also the wear and tear you put on it just to get the next one not too far behind. Next is the Mother Earth Minutes, which is where we review in the next few minutes proactive things we can do to combat the issue in the episode and protect Mother Earth. So for this podcast episode, the real message is that we can make tech work for us and it can also benefit the planet. We don't really exist in a bubble. It's not just us on this planet, on this blue, amazing hard, loving planet. It's not just us. There's animals, there are other beings on this planet uh, that we have to share with. And so there are different things that we can do that one special person, Led Staub, who really works with environmental impacts from tech and because of tech, and he works at the Fraunhofer Institute for Reliability and Micro-Integration in Berlin. And he has a few different tips that we can all use to go ahead and reduce our environmental impacts on the earth, especially when it comes to energy usage. So one of the first tips is to disable autoplay for things like your videos through your browser or even your social media. So I think this is helpful because even I, I've, I've used autoplay and I use it now, but I'm going to disable it on my things like my YouTube and social media. I haven't really used autoplay for that, but I'll see if I can figure out a way to disable it 
on things like Facebook because Facebook is prime for using the autoplay feature or if you're tuning into a video and it just plays automatically or if you move a little bit your video then it kind of stops or pauses and then with YouTube same thing if you slide the slider in the uh, corner that has the cascade of different videos in the corner you can disable it there so that's one way to go ahead and not use so much energy when it comes to your different electronics and different technologies that you're on. Number two is to stream over Wi-Fi whenever possible and not mobile networks. So everyone loves Wi-Fi. You know, who hasn't heard of Wi-Fi? Unless you're under a rock or maybe you just don't have the ability to get to Wi-Fi. There is, you know, having... Uh, the Wi-Fi spots where they are available. There may be a business, an organization, maybe a friend or family member, someone who has a Wi-Fi spot in their house or office that you can use for all your needs for streaming, for texting over the web, whatever you need to do, Wi-Fi is there to handle it. And then number three is to watch on the smaller screens whenever you can. So phones tend to be a lot more energy efficient than things like TV or laptops. I love, uh, for example, watching YouTube videos over my phone. If my phone is dead or needs the power, I do use my laptop. But most time, more times than not, I love using um, my phone for watching, you know, sometimes a series of different YouTube videos, sometimes until my phone dies. I don't know if you do, but who knows? If you're into YouTube or whatever platform for different things that you like checking out, then your phone is the best place to go ahead and view it on. Number four is to turn off your Wi-Fi in your home if you're not using your devices. So this kind of goes without saying. And then number five is to not use or don't use high definition video on your small devices, which makes a lot of sense most times you can't even tell the difference anyway. The eco fact of the day is that Kansas City, Missouri approves a plan to make public transit free. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra magazine in the March-April 2020 issue. So we've come to the Eco Company Spotlight, an amazing point in Greener Thoughts. It's where we talk about environmentally related products or services, most of which you may not have heard of, and I would love for you to go ahead and let me know about your favorites, or maybe you may be the founder or creator of one, and I could also review it and have some fun doing it. I've been reviewing tons of different products since February 2019, and I love it. I love introducing products to you, services, and different companies. And so one of the latest ones that I love and would love to get to talk to you about is called Prie de Provence. So Prie de Provence, for centuries, it has French-made bath and body products that have been the gold standard by which all others are measured. Prie de Provence soaps are made in small batches, usually traditional, using uh, time, 
honored methods and you will definitely immediately see the difference that it makes in the resulting quad milled soaps. So you can choose from the array of different products that they have with their soaps, lotions, bath salts, and more, including aromatic fragrances, all inspired by signature fruits, herbs, and flowers that make Provence such a magical and restorative destination. Prier de Provence is made by European Soaps, LLC. And so regarding the commitment to sustainability that Prier de Provence has, they have their quad milled a shea butter enriched soaps which are amazing because they make them feel so smooth they have that rich quality lather that you may not get with other types of soaps so they have a unique luxe feel and i love them for that they do not have any or no animal testing in their products no gmos no mineral oil or petrochemicals they have no dilates no shellac or plasticizers they do not use any micronized titanium dioxide, no lead, and they are free of parabens, ethyl alcohol, and all types of other ingredients like DEA and BPA and more. As far as their product selection, they carry tons of different products like I mentioned before, and they're famous more so for their soaps. So they have their classic French soaps, they have specialty handcuff soaps and other types of soaps. Uh, Hand-cut soaps are really cool and amazing uh, for them as well, but they're most notably known for their classic French soaps that they do produce. And they have other products like their body wash and other bath essentials, creams, lotions, butters, spa essentials, and more. So the contact Prier de Provence you can go ahead and reach out to them via their customer service and you can check out their hours. They are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern uh, Pacific Standard Time. And their email is info at predeprovence.com. It's spelled like that in the email, P-R-E-D-E-P-R-O-V-E-N-C-E.com. And you can mail them at predeprovence.com. P.O. Box 58410, Seattle, Washington, with the zip code being 98138. And so my experience of Prier de Provence products is that I love, for the first time, something no different. I haven't tried too many raspberry soaps, so I went ahead and have used their shea-enriched everyday French soap bar in raspberry scent and I love it. It's heavenly. It's super smooth. It fits right in your hand. It has the perfect lather. Like it's just nourishing for the skin. I love it. It doesn't have any um, bit of dryness to it, especially when using it. And it's not um, overpowering in scent. It is perfect. I do wish it was bigger, uh, more so, so that it would last, you know, a long time. I know it's going to last a long time, but I always love bigger soaps. So it kind of reminds me of its pinkness and color and uh, its thickness, um, sort of with the Shea Moisture Superfruit Complex Bar. It's the only time I'm seeing a soap that's pink like that, which is just beautiful. And of course, it's all natural. It is amazing in its construction. And its price is none to beat. 
And on the company website, they have their soaps uh, in different grams. So you can have different gram weights to it, whichever one you buy. And so they have the $6.99 version or the $8.99 version for you online. So with Prie de Provence, you can go ahead and find them online at their site, priedeprovence.com. They're also on, e- on Amazon.com, on eBay.com, on EuropeanSoaps.com, on Pharmaca.com. They're also on Smallflower.com. They're also on UncommonSense.com and many, many other retailers online and in stores across the country and world where available. Prie de Provence is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Prie de Provence. They're on Instagram at Prie de Provence. They're on LinkedIn at European Soaps LLC. They're on Pinterest at Prie de Provence. And they're on Twitter at Prie de Provence. So to contact Prie de Provence, you can head on over to the website, Prie de Provence, and then, you, and then you can click contact us at the bottom of their website to go ahead and fill out their message form. All right, everyone. So thank you all for listening in. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And I really hope that this episode really just speaks with you and if you happen to want to share it you know maybe you'll love it even more because if you may have a Netflix account or maybe a similar account you're able to share how to beat what's happening with the environment and with that technology component to making sure that you are responsible in your use and watching of whatever account you have whether it's Netflix, Amazon Prime, or Hulu or others. So I had fun. This is a different type of episode, you know, because it is sort of modern and you're thinking about the wider scope and how it influences your everyday activities because most of us watch different shows, you know, whenever you can. And so this is a bit different. It influences technology, a little bit of consumerism there, and energy. So you all take care and be sure to share and have fun. It was great talking about this episode and the topic at hand. I had real fun with it. And so I will look forward to talking with you all and we having a great conversation in the next podcast episode coming up soon. But until then, please be sure to take care of yourselves and to please take care of the planet. All right. Bye.